You're listening to 89.1 WEMU, and this is Art and Soul. This is Lisa Berry, and this week Art and Soul is about the vibrant visual art scene in our area. And joining me for this segment, Executive Director of Culture Source and Chair of the Michigan Council for Arts and Cultural Affairs, Omari Rosh. Hi, Omari. Hi, Lisa. How's Fe- it going? Good. February is Black History Month and so much going on in our area. I think we want to start focusing on the Riverside Arts Center. we got a whole host of guests. We'll begin with Emily Tuesday, Executive Director. Hi, Emily. Hi. Thanks for having me. So, Emily, how, how are things going at Riverside? Riverside. Part of having you all on today is to talk about the energy that uh, is, I'd say, bursting out of um, Riverside Art Center. <laughs> that is exactly how it feels. It feels like we're on a roller coaster and we have just hit the point where it's tipping and we're just rolling really fast. Now, do you? That's con- a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. We just need to hold on tight. Uh, do you still consider yourself to be the new executive director? How do you talk about your role there? I don't know. I guess I just talk about how I usually talk about the whole history that I started as a board member and then I was a part time member and now I'm the executive director. It's coming on about a year of being the executive director and it's been a really um, fun and exciting ride. And what are you expecting um, will come for the next year of your tenure? What, what's on the what's on the plate? What's on your agenda? A lot of it's things that have started in 2017, so they're just kind of rolling over into 2018. The big one is that we received a national grant from SAPI Paper, and that was in partnership with EMU. And so we are rebranding the whole organization, we're getting a new website, and we're going to actually be physically changing from the outside of our building on the windows. It's going to be really fun. For people who visit, what changes will they notice? Um, Well, they're going to notice it being a vibrant, colorful space. Um, There's going to be programming happening. As I'm, you know, as I'm beginning to pull more people in, our calendar is getting really full. So when people come to Riverside, I hope that they will see a loud and vibrant um, home for Ypsilanti Arts and community. And uh, is it the kind of place where people will continue to be able to just walk in or uh, how will people access it? That's the goal. Is The goal is that we will have enough staff and volunteers that people can kind of walk in the door and then see what's happening. Um, that is the goal, but we are a very small team. We have two staff and a kind of a booming uh, volunteer group as well. And we're starting to do programming with Fly Children's Art Center. Um, we incorporated them in August and launched their program as the Fly Creativity Lab. And that's programming for toddlers all the way to high schoolers. And that's consistently happening weekly. And part of that staff is your program manager, Trevor Stone, who joins us today. Yes. So Trevor, I've uh, enjoyed very much working with you over the years and was so excited to see you you joining the team at Riverside. Programmatically, what's what's your approach? What What are you looking forward to? I think what we're looking forward to is populating the space with creatives and people who love creative activities. So more and more, there's more dancers there. There's more artists coming in the space. Um, There's just more and more uh, creatives filling the space and bringing their crowd. So I think the thing I'm looking most forward to is the growing community and just being a part of that. Great. And so um, and how does that then relate to what you all have planned for February? So the way the exhibitions work right now is that, you know, we have the art up you know, for the, for the opening night. But a lot of times in art spaces, there's a big opening night and then it just gets quiet. So to kind of counter for that, every Friday we have programming for all of our exhibitions and it's starting to leak into Saturdays and it's starting to go back to Thursdays. So at least every Friday, every month, all year long, we're going to have activities for people to do. 
So what are those in particular, uh, as people look forward to planning their February 2018, what, what kinds of things can people look forward to? Specifically, specifically, there's a full roster of things, and I think the best person to give you those details is our own amazing Lynn Settles. Welcome, Lynn Settles. Everyone knows Lynn. She's an art teacher in the Ypsilanti Community School District. She's a board member at the Riverside Arts Center in Ypsilanti and a committee member of the Black History Month. Tell us what's coming up. Oh, we have a lot of exciting things. Um, as Trevor mentioned, we have programming every Friday. Uh, for Black History Month, we start off with every Friday with the young, with the elementary age where they have black men reading. So you better bring your children in and they'll have different black men from different organizations in the community. Um, the Greek fraternities, the uh, different are coming in to read. Um, then we had our big opening for the art show last Friday, which included entertainment, African dancing and drumming. Uh, we have coming up the teenagers will have a poetry night, and then we'll have an open mic night and include the adults in there. We have vendors um, setting up shops to sell different items. We have different entertainment coming in. So we have a jazz performance. We have Gina Thompson that came in and did a uh, history through, of African-American history through dance. Everybody in the community is involved and invited to come in, and everything is free. That's really great, Lynn. So what was the committee's approach to designing, choosing these programs? It sounds like a, a really uh, diverse set of activities for people of all ages, interests. What was the committee's approach? So we set it up to try to take it through a historical timeline. So our the first week in February was um, our connection to Africa and coming over in an enslavement period. At why we have Rashid Atwater come in, and he'll be in throughout the month giving historical perspective. We'll also have some local historians come in from the community to give it, give their historical background. This week is on life in America and the islands, so we'll have a lot of history related to that. And then we next week will be um, the diaspora, and what's going on. And then the last week will be, that's the new age. That's our future. That's what's coming on. That's when we're bringing in a lot of young people. And it's Black History Month tied to the arts. Of course. So that makes it a little more creative or does it give you more opportunities? Oh, definitely. Well, we've got dance and, and singing and drama and the poetry. And then, of course, the visual arts with Ypsilanti artists, Um, from all over the Washtenaw County area. Even some Detroit artists have come in to join us. So it's going to be really exciting. Lynn Settles of the uh, Ypsilanti Community School, art teacher, also a board member, Black uh, History Month committee member at the Riverside Art Center in Ypsilanti. We've been talking about all the activities going on there, but uh, they're not the only ones uh, celebrating this month. Yeah, you know, uh, Lisa, I would also just call out uh, what folks are working on over at UMA on the University of Michigan's campus, the University of Michigan Museum of Art. Lisa Borgsdorf, who we had on the show recently, is working with their student engagement committee to put on an evening of student performance um, that is called Arts X Uma, undefined. And it's all about uh, these young people um, really claiming identity, um, really calling out um, ways in which 
uh, people are more similar than different, mm. um, but also at the same time honoring differences um, in people and just having it be an artistic expression that comes together in one evening. So I'd encourage people to go out February 9, 7 to 9 p.m. at the University of Michigan Museum of Art. It's free and open to the public, and I think they'll have snacks as well. It's interesting to see how this month is Black History Month, but how the arts world is all tied into that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the arts are really wonderful tools for self-expression, creative expression, and we're really glad to see people throughout our community um, taking opportunities to say things that are important and also just fun, you know. So. That's great. Omari Rush, Executive Director of Culture Source, Chair of the Michigan Council for Arts and Cultural Affairs. Thanks so much for joining us as part of Art and Soul here on 89.1 WEMU. Thank you.